Hello everyone and welcome to Daily Newspaper Analysis which is presented to you by Lawseeko. Today we will discuss two articles. The first article is from the Hindu newspaper which is titled as Healthcare and Brain Drain. This is a very beautiful article which talks about a very important issue which is about the brain drain. So what actually is brain drain and how has it emphasized the stress on the medical workers in our country during the COVID pandemic has been discussed in this article. The second one is from the Indian Express which is titled as India Israel and Palestine this article talks about the stand that India has always taken since the time this entire issue of Israel and Palestine has been going on and what has been the take of India on this issue has been discussed in this article and finally we have the news and flash column So I am uh, the one who is presenting this newspaper uh, analysis to you all. My name is Shiva Khan and I am a law graduate and had completed my law degree from Uttaranchal University in the year 2019 with a gold medal in my batch. I have been a national debater and a public speaker and here at Law Seeko I work as the current affairs expert and manager for free content and outreach. If you wish to connect with me you can always find me on Twitter as well as LinkedIn. Both the handles are given in the description below. Let's start our discussion for the day which talks about the first article that is healthcare and the brain drain problem. So India has been a major exporter of healthcare workers to the developed countries and it is basically one of the major reasons for the shortage of healthcare workers within the country. For this let's understand first in detail as to what do we mean by the brain drain. So basically as we can see there are two words that make this entire term. First is brain and then then we have the drain. So as we know that by drain we simply mean flowing out of something and here in this context we mean flowing out of the brains which means all the people who are capable educated intelligent basically the people who are brainy so they have been you know moving out from our country and have chosen to work in some other countries this very phenomena is known as the brain drain now obviously there are a lot of reasons why you know they choose not to stay in india and work or they choose to move move to some other country take the citizenship of that country or various other things we will understand about this in this article and also how has this problem of brain drain been very very severe uh, you know a consequence or a very severe reason basically behind the problem of the healthcare workers shortage that india has been facing specifically in the times of covid-19 so if we talk about the shortage of the healthcare workers and the brain drain in detail so if we talk about the shortage india has only 1.7 nurses per 1000 population so as per various reports and data available not even 2 let's see 1.7 nurses only for 1000 population now guys i uh, would like to take a moment here and i would like to um, bring you all to a particular memory that whenever we go to a particular hospital or you know get any treatment done so we many a times notice that the nurses over there they are very you know many a times mostly basically they are very rude to talk to and they don't you know listen to the patients very carefully they don't pay a lot of heed as to what the patient is going on and we simply blame it on the behavior of the nurse of course we all have done that i personally might have done done that too but now when we get through this data that we in india have only 1.7 nurses per 1000 population so now i think we should take a moment to realize that what pressure do the nurses have to treat the patients to look after the small small nitigities that the patients have the small problems that the patients have and definitely be 
as polite as a man could be or a woman could be or you know anybody if at all that person becomes overstressed definitely the behavior becomes more negative and probably that is the biggest situation that india is facing that even in the terms of behavior as well as in the terms of quality due to the lack of healthcare workers in the country the stress is increasing and thus the quality is degrading and if we talk about the doctors so according to the world health organization the doctor to patient ratio is we have 1404 patients per one doctor so here the stress is even worse that for one single doctor we have approximately 1400 patients to be looked after and uh, according to the who norm of three nurses per thousand population and one doctor per 1100 patients so we can see that generally also the trend or the ratio that is from uh, the doctor to patient ratio or the nurses to the patient or the population ratio is very severe so there is some high concentration in some urban pockets and the situation is even worsened in various other areas so if we talk about the problem of brain drain according to the oecd data here please note that the oecd stands for organization for economic cooperation and development so according to the oecd data on the brain drain around 69000 indian trained doctors and 56000 trained nurses worked in uk us canada and australia till 2017 so now can we imagine that how huge this number of 69000 doctors 1000 doctors and 56000 trained nurses is keeping in mind the stress that the indian healthcare system currently is facing and large scale migration of to the gulf countries too has taken place and there has been no credible data available though but of course all of us know that a lot of nurses and doctors move towards the gulf countries that is the middle eastern countries as well and if we talk about the foreign countries how do they retain the healthcare workers the oecd countries exempt them from travel bans so basically they also like along with good uh, you know salaries good uh, facilities allowances they also give them various other kinds of perks that make the doctors and nurses and other healthcare workers to stay back in these countries so for example the oecd countries exempt them them from any kind of travel bans they can travel very easily to and fro then united kingdom grants them free one year visa extensions and france offered citizenship to the frontline workers so this is how in the time specifically for the covid-19 these countries they acted very smart and they were able to retain these populations back in their own country let's now understand that what are the reasons for brain drain why do the nurses or the doctors or such healthcare workers do not want to stay back in india and practice over here so the one and the biggest reason the first and the biggest reason is the low wages in the private sector as we know obviously the work or the you know the nature of work of doctors nurses midwives and other healthcare workers it is very stressful and it becomes better incentivized when it is given with a good return but definitely and unfortunately that is not the case in indian private sector and thus the wages are very low the second reason is the reduced opportunities in the public sector now the pr- private sector does not offer good wages and the public sector does not offer very good opportunities so both the sectors be it public or private are not very conducive for these healthcare workers to stay and work in india The third reason is the lack of government investment in the healthcare as India has approximately only 5 beds per 10,000 people. 
the situation becomes even bizarre now when we get to know that India has only and only five beds for. 10,000 people. So definitely the infrastructural uh, investment or other kinds of investment that should be taken care of by the government have not been done. And the fourth reason is the delayed appointments to the public health institutions. Now, as we know that we have various public health institutions, we have the primary health uh, centers which are there. So even there also many a times the clinics, the doctors, the the posts are completely vacant. So even after there are a lot of people seeking jobs in them, still the government is not able to employ them within time. that that is another way of causing the discrepancy or bringing the gap in the healthcare system so this article also talks about that how can we prevent this brain drain issue firstly it says that we should frame policies promoting the circular migration and return the migration and thus incentivize the workers to return home after training and studies so what happens is that many a times people the students they go to other countries for gaining their education but of course seeing the various kinds of facilities that that are available over there they choose or they decide to stay back in that country itself so india should be able to promote circular migration by that we mean that if at all somebody is even going to take any kind of education in another country we as a nation should be able to offer them such incentives that they are allowed to come back to our own nation and second we should frame bilateral agreements to shape policy of brain drain so if at all we have the brain drain issue with some specific countries that is at a high like for example here we have mentioned uk us canada australia and various middle eastern countries so we should have bilateral agreements uh, between the countries so that and with that to with india so that we can frame good policies regarding the problem of brain drain on this note let's discuss the second article of the day which talks about india israel and palestine so the india's public relations in the united nations security council has made a statement seeking to maintain a balance between india's historic ties with palestine and growing relations with israel now as we know through this article also we will get to know that india shares good relations with both in israel as well as palestine now please as a note of clarification please note that israel is a nation in itself but palestine is yet it is still struggling to have its own nationhood but till currently it is a part of israel though ethnically culturally religiously it is very much distinct from the culture of israel but please do not think that israel itself is a country for now though the people of palestine the arab muslims majority they are battling for their own country in this regard india has been favoring both the uh, you know sides equally and though as we know that historically we will see right now that india has had very good relations and it has been you know uh, br- bringing up the concerns of palestine at the global forum as well and we are also growing good and healthy relations with israel at large as we know that a lot of uh, de- defense and military equipments are now being imported from israel and thus in the terms of defense and security india is growing its relationships with israel So let's understand in detail about India's policy on this particular conflict. So if we talk about the India and Israel issue, in the year 1948, India was the only non-Arab state among the 13 countries that voted against the UN partition plan of Palestine in the UNGA, which is the United Nations General Assembly, which talked about the creation of Israel. so here uh, india had actually supported uh, this particular thing and it had gone against the un partition plan of palestine so here we need to note that a 
according to the United Nations partition plan of 1947 which talked about the partition of the Palestine so basically it said that uh, uh, the Palestine was a, it was a proposal by the United Nations which recommended that a partition should take place of the mandatory Palestine at the end of the British mandate but India at that time did not favor the partition of Palestine from Israel and thus it favored Israel to have a unified system and here uh, in the year 1992 the indian embassy was established in tel aviv tel aviv is a important uh, city and it's one of the most populous cities of israel and there as a symbol of growing bilateral uh, in, in a way connections and relationships india had established its indian embassy in the year 1992 in tel aviv city of israel but then here again comes a new stand by india wherein we have to talk about the india and the plo the plo was the palestine liberation organization so the plo was actually brought into existence to give the liberation or to fight for the liberation of the palestinian people guys if at all you wish to understand about the israel palestine issue uh, we had also discussed into our the hindu daily quiz so i am ho i'm hopeful that you watch it on the losiko clat prep channel so for that you can visit our youtube channel about the losiko clat prep in that quiz also we had discussed the entire issue of the palestine liberation organization and the issue of india and israel so here what happened was that the plo is a one organization which fights for liberating or which fights for the rights of the palestinian people the issue more or less is that the israel the mainland israel is dominated by jews and the area of palestine is dominated by the arab muslims and as a matter of history we all know that the muslims and jews have not been able to gel up well but though they were doing well in the times also but now the situation has worsened wherein israel wants control over the entire area but palestine that is the, the arab dominated people the arab muslims they want their own country but that definitely is not being allowed by israel and israel wants control over the entire thing and that is why recently there were a lot of uh, violence a violent incidents that were noticed that were actually that that took place at the al aqsa mosque and please note that the al aqsa mosque is holy and religious it is pious to both the jews as well as muslims and that is why all both these sects are uh, you know coming together and they're fighting for uh, gaining the power over the al aqsa mosque and also the palestinians are fighting to have their own nation wherein on the contrary israel wants control over the entire area So here India co-sponsored a draft resolution of right of the Palestinians to self-determination at the United Nations. Now here we can see now when back in the year 1948 where India did not support the UN partition plan of wherein it was UN itself uh, had projected it had proposed that Israel and mainland Palestine should be uh, separated as two different nations at that time India did not give its support but later india itself uh, came in the favor and it co-sponsored the draft resolution which favored the palestinians to have the right of self-determination at the united nations then in the year 1975 india was the only amongst uh, the among uh, arab countries also it recognized the plo which was the palestine liberation organization as the sole representative of the palestinian people wherein many a time the plo was considered to be as a you know as an outlaw or as something that was not really given a recognition but india became the only nation in the year 1975 when it gave a recognized status to the plo which was the palestine liberation organization as being the sole representative of the palestinian people and their rights 
then india recognized independent state of palestine and it allowed palestine to be an observe to have an observer status at the united nations so in a way we have seen that the act or basically the uh, stance that india has taken at the israel palestine issue has been varying from different times so depending upon the situation or the global thing that has been going on india has been changing its stance but definitely in the long run india also wants peace to take place between both these issues So if we talk about the changes that took place after the year 2014 India decided to take full ownership with Israel and abstained at the UNHRC that is the United Nations Human Rights Council on a resolution welcoming a report that alleged war crimes committed by Israeli forces and Hamas during 2014 air strikes against Gaza so here India completely moved in favor of Israel and it did not recognize any kinds of war crime that took place by the Israelis of course uh, the people in Israel and even by Hamas in the year 2014 for your information please let me tell you that hamas is a militant group which actually controls the gaza strip so i hope you guys are clear with the gaza strip so what happens is that geographically also there is israel so on the north eastern side of israel we have the in you know bits and pieces we have the area divided of palestine and on the south western side we have the gaza strip though geographically the gaza strip is a part of israel but it has to be noted here that the israeli government or even the mainstream palestinian government over there does not have any control over the gaza strip often also called called as the gaza patti so here we have this militant organization called as hamas which uh, takes the control over the gaza strip and recently you guys must have noticed you must have heard that there were rockets and missiles that were being launched on each other so who were these two parties so from one end it was the israeli government and from the other it was the hamas group which takes control of the gaza strip so hamas was launching the rockets and missiles towards the mainland israel and israeli government was launching the rockets and missiles towards the gaza strip so that was the entire issue so then in the year 2016 india again abstained at uh abstained on the unhrc against israel so we have been seeing that clearly india has been taking the favor of israel and the plo that was the palestine liberation organization chief mahmud abbas visited india in the year 2017 and pranam mukherjee reiterated india's position on the city as the capital of independent palestine so we have been seeing that india has been definitely changing its stand on the israel palestine issue but in the long run definitely what we want is to peace to develop in the entire issue for anything please note that the geographical location of all these things israel the west bank basically where we have uh, the palestinians who stay over there then the location of tel aviv location of jerusalem and the location of gaza strip all of these are very significant please keep them in your mind and also please note that we have the dead sea which actually shares the border with mainland israel also the west bank all right With this let's discuss what do we have for news in flash today first the plasma therapy has been dropped so the indian council of medical research icmr has dropped the convalescent plasma therapy which was the cpt therapy as a treatment for moderate covid-19 now the reasons for dropping this as a treatment are that the report according to the report in the lancet found no benefit of cpt which is the convalescent plasma therapy after data was analyzed from around 11000 patients please note here that the lancet is one of the most important science journals 
and the second reason is that evidence was emerging that the cpt which is this test may be contributing to the evolution of coronavirus mutations that we are seeing the new mutations as well so we are done for the day we hope it was a good and informative session for you all thank you so much for staying tuned with lawseco